Hi, my name is Emma Crittle, and this is Storytime with Ella, and today I'm reading the nerdiest, wimpiest, dorkiest, I funny ever. Today's chapters are chapters 41 to 45. Chapter 41, Warm Words. Mr. Remodio starts yammering into his phone and walks off to find his limo. Uncle Frankie says goodbye one last time and leads the way out to the tarmac and Air Funny One. And the engines are already whining. My stomach ties itself into knots as I watch my family and friends climb aboard. Before she leaves, however, Gilda comes up to me and whispers a bunch of stuff in my ear. She has very humid breath, extremely steamy. And don't uh, let them get to you, Jamie. Be who you are, she whispers, and not who they want you to be. I nod and hope and Gilda has more to say. I think I like her warm words in my ear. Joe Modio is trying to knock you off balance, she continues. He loves conflict, makes us bake into every single and makes us bake it into every single episode of Jamie Funny. He's the best TV for him would be you to lose your show and win and win by your by going negative. And just like Vasily did with you with you in Berlin. And don't give him don't give him what he wants. I have cool, I ask, tons of it, and Gilda whispers, and then she kisses me. I heard that, says Hamish. Everything, says Gilda. No, it's just the smacky ba pash. Does that mean kiss? Good on you, Gilda. I also heard what Jamie said about being cool. Hey, you're a very good whisperer, Gilda. Thanks. Have fun, you guys. Right, I say, because uh, you can't spell funny without fun. And Gilda rolls her eyes, la laughs, and hurries in out into the to the jet. Um, Hamish and I uh, move to the move to the windows and watch and uh, watch Air Funny One as it zooms down the runway and takes and takes off. Well, I watch. Hamish listens and smells fumes. Are you ready, Master Graham and and Gadsby? From asked the butler when the jet hasn't climbed into the sky. Your ground transport awaits. I've packed scones, clotted, clotted cream, and jam for the for the ride, and gushes the nanny. I told you, Hamish whispers to me, a raspberry jam. We crawl through the London traffic and by Rumpnampton and make our way back to Esley's studios, where they do a Britain's Got Talent. Mr. Wetmore, the tech director uh, from uh, Jamie Fun uh, from from uh, Jamie Funny, who uh, who's a gr who's great at doing live TV, he used to work at Saturday Night Live. Will be work uh, will be working these uh, comedy Olympics uh, for BNC because the final show uh, the final shows uh, will be broadcasted live. That means it will have to be uh, uh, will have to be funny at one a.m. London time because uh, that's seven. 7 p.m. New York time. Uh, hey, Mr. Wetmore, I say as I roll in Hamish and taps into, onto the stage. Uh, this is my new friend, Hamish Gadsby. Pleased to meet you, Hamish, says Mr. Wetmore. I have enjoyed watching your antics as, as a, a boy trotted around the globe. Uh, thank, sir. Uh, thank you, sir, says Hamish, shaking Mr. Wetmore's hand once he finds it. 
and Jamie told me all about you, and says if you're on the job, he'll prom yeah, she yeah, she'll be right. Mr. Wetmore looks confused. People often do when Hamish whips out his Australian slang. As she'll be right, it means that everything will turn out okay, I explain. Oh, I sure hope so. So, have you two met Milton and Cromwell? Nope, I say. Is he one of the British comedians? And Mr. Whitmore shakes his head. He's a head from... He's uh, heading up at the judges, uh, the judge, the judge panel for the finals, and a word of war a word of warning, Jamie. Yeah, and they don't call him Milton the Meanie for nothing. Chapter Forty Two: Amazing Grace. So, Jamie, do you know why they call England the uh, wettest country? I can, before I can answer, Grace Gardner jumps in with a punchline. Because the queen has reigned, uh, has reigned for years. Uh, Friday night, I'm waiting in the holding room because stay from uh, backstage uh, with my American teammate, uh, the corn queen from Iowa, and Grace Gardner. She keeps uh, cracking quick jokes uh, while, the, uh, while a play theme, uh, while... I well, I like a movie theater popcorn popper that that's lost its lid. Back home in Iowa, I know a rancher says Grace. Uh, when he was in his field with his cows, he counted he counted a uh, one hundred ninety six. But when he rounded them up, he had two hundred. I smile. That's funny. I say. I guess that's uh, why he didn't laugh. And sorry, I tell her I'm just a little nervous. Understandable. I'd be nervous if I were you too. Uh, you're defending your uh, the world champion. Uh, you're the defending world champion, a uh, king of the mountain, and and never and tonight, fifteen fierce and funny kid uh, and kid comics uh, will knock you off your pedestal, including not uh, including me, of course. Because let's face it, even though we're um, we're teammates, she does air quotes. I'm not so crazy about air quotes. We both know there are there can only be one funniest kid comic on this or any other planet, right? I say because I know the funniest means funnier than all the other funny people. I think about all the great comedians I've seen on the trip around the world: Miguel from Mexico, Gabriela from Peru, Hamish of course, and and Susanna from Australia, Ichika and the Hello Jamie girl from Japan. Zhao Ying from, from the Chinese comic, Chiku from Kenya, and DeMarco from South Africa, Benji from Israel, Fadi from, from, from the Pastilian, Jean, Jean Claude, the French mime, and Grace from USA, and of course from Russia, without love, Vasily Veselovich. I also can't forget the two new wild cards, the pair of comics nobody except the judges have seen or heard yet. As I... Saibahan Kelly from Northern Ireland, and Alfie Hobbs from from London, and Peter Kay, the legendary English comedian, comes into my our holding room. 
Hi, Jamie. How are, how are things? You're Peter Kay, I say, because I'm a huge fan. He looks in the mirror. Right you are. I am indeed. I'm also taking over your Master of Ceremonies gig. Hope you don't mind. No, sir. I mean, I can't go on stage and introduce myself, right? Well, you could, but you already know who you are. What's the point? And finally, I start to relax. Like the doctors always told me, Laughter is the best medicine, even for panic attacks, and Peter K. is genuinely funny. He warms up by trying a few of his classic jokes out on Grace and me. I think animal testing is a terrible idea, and they all they get all nervous and give the wrong answers. I heard these two Eskimos sitting on from I heard about these two Eskimos sitting on a kayak. He says, and they were chilly, but when they lit the fire, uh, the uh, fire in the boat, it sank, proving once and for all that you can't have your kayak and heat it too. Mister Gay, yes, Jamie, you funny. Thanks. Now let's just hope you all too. Chapter forty three. Friday Night Frights. The semi-final round of the Planet's Funniest Kid Comic Worldwide uh, wide Contest airs live on Friday night, or what those in London uh, call a Saturday morning. And viewers all over the world will get to vote uh, by text, phone, and, and internet uh, ballot. And their votes uh, will uh, be uh, tabulated. And tomorrow uh, we'll all return to the uh, the Elstree uh, Studios uh, where the uh, live result uh, for the live results show. I hate this. Uh, they uh, they uh, make all 16 contestants uh, sweat it out. And and wait for two whole hours until finally, at the very last minute, and they announce that eight comics are moving to the live finals, which will be placed on Monday night night here. And then the eight finalists come back the next day for another two-hour sit-around sweat fest, and when the winner will be crowned. Not like there's actually a crown. Uh, comedians uh, don't wear tiaras, they make fun of them. Peter Kay, our British master of ceremonies, opens the show with a very funny monologue. Welcome to the semi-finals of the planet's funniest comic competition, he says to the camera and swoops in, that uh, swoops it down on a crane to greet him. The studio audience goes crazy. Spotlights swing up and down and all around. I'm a host, Peter Kay. You know, this morning I went to a restaurant that serves breakfast at any time, so I ordered French toast during the Renaissance. Everyone love being with all these young com young comics uh, comedians, as says Kay. When I was a child, I I was a kid and next door I was the kid next door's imaginary friend. The audience applauds. One of the judges crosses his arms over his chest and scowls. Uh oh, says Kay. Milton looks miserable. No, wait, that's how he always looks. Uh, can you please uh, get uh, get on with the show, uh, Grouse uh, is uh, the uh, mean judge, uh, Milton Cromwell. I suspect the young, uh, the young comedians are far funnier than you, Peter. And I suppose they all look far more attractive than you, Milton. 
I thought that it, it might be a scripted bit, but I figured Joe and Rodeo must be happy up in the control booth. And the show has just started and we already have enough conflict to start a small war. I feel, now I feel sorry for the Northern Irish comedian, Sio Bun Kelly, and she has to go from. She has to go on first. Good to be here, she says after Peter Kay introduces her. I know what you're thinking. She come from. She's from Northern Ireland. She must know how to river dance. Are you nuts? You think I want to confront me and get my socks and shoes so, uh, sopping wet and dancing in the middle of a river? Oh, uh, these uh, Milton uh, Cromwell. Uh, there's Milton Cromwell down there. I was giving him. I was going to give him a nasty look, but I see he already has one. Backstage, one of the other comedians came up to me and asked, How come whenever you ask an Irish person a question, uh, they answer with another question? And now, why would you say that? I asked him. And she earns a big round of applause. The judges love her, too. Even Milton Cromwell. And that took guts to insult me like that, he says. Good for you, Sayobun. Wow, she says. Coming from you, Milton, that means absolutely nothing. Oh, look, it's okay if you want to don uh, donate your brain to science, but you probably shouldn't or um, no, wait until you're after. You probably should have waited till you were dead. And from uh, the crowd roars, and Milton and doubles over with laughter. Uh, with um, uh, with uh, the audience and judges going crazy for Sialbahan's brand of insult and comedy, I'm starting to wonder, maybe I should have worked on some put-downs in, uh, my, into my act, too. As my friend, is my, my feel-good comedy going to feel boring? Chapter 44. Time to break my soul and vow? Earlier on, I made a vow that I would that I would never try to get last by making fun of someone else. I almost make fun of I mostly make fun of me and my struggles and what it's like to be a middle schooler seeing the world at butt level from my wheelchair. But it seems the kid going going on stage and the kids going on stage haven't promised themselves the same thing. Gabriella Garucci from Peru makes fun of her neighbors from child. In child, I was sitting on the river bank one night fishing and on the on the the Chilean border. Along came a Chilean on the opposite uh, a Chilean on the opposite side. He sat down and began to fish later that night, and I was from I was catching all sorts of fish. The Chilean nothing. Hey, can I cross the river? The the river to fish with you i told i told him sure there's a bridge a couple of miles as uh, sure there's a bridge a miles a few miles down the road that'll be too long he said well i told him uh, you could uh, borrow a boat uh, from the uh, or swim over here i don't have a boat yeah uh, i don't have a boat uh, he told me and i can't swim finally i said okay i'm going to shine my flashlight across the river you can walk across the beam on the uh, of light the chileen uh, thought 
thought uh, thought about that for a minute. Then he said, oh, What do you think I am, stupid? I know you Peruvians. Oh, once I'm halfway across the river, uh, you'll turn off the light. The judges love her. Zhao Ying from uh, the Chinese comedian makes fun of the Koreans. So I asked my North Korean friend how from uh, how his life was going. He said I can't I can't complain because uh, hello nobody in North Korea is allowed to complain about anything. The studio audience and judges love him too. Miguel from Mexico does his Day of the Dead bit again. And I think it's hysterical. Milton Cromwell does not. He also doesn't like Jean Claude Bernard. Bernard, the French mime, and who does who does another hysterical hysterical silent bit, and this one from this one's about a guy who eats too much food on a rocky bow. Uh, Cromwell ha uh, hates Ichika too. In fact, he calls her her goodbye kitty. And next up is from is Chico is Chico and Gemio from Kenya. Did you hear about the very handsome man who was in a car accident? And Chiku asked the audience. I can't relate. I can relate, except for the very handsome part. The doctor saved the handsome man's life, but he loses one eye because they never before a nice glass one it can be fitted they give him a temporary wooden eye and the man becomes very depressed and sits at home moping around eventually his friends come over and drag him out at a disco and to try to cheer him up one of them one of his friends suggests he talks to a cute girl who who's all alone no she'll never go for a man with a wooden eye he says okay says his friend how about a that girl over there she uh, she has a really big nose uh, maybe she'll dance with you and uh, the man summons over and she you know, up his all up all of his hair courage walks over the, the girl and says would you like to dance and the girl then gets all excited would i would i she says uh, to which the man responds big nose big nose the audience loves her. Milton Cromwell, not so much. And the joke sounds like something you've heard in fifth grade, he tells her. Maybe you can win the funniest and com kid comic in the fifth grade contest, and but you certainly don't belong on this stage. I want to roll out and then tell the judges he and tell the judge he's wrong, and but I'm stuck in my, my in the wing. On my wheels, uh, on my wheels locked. I smell your anger, Jamie whispers, Homish. He stands right next to me. He pulls on a Yoda voice. If, if, if you know a Yoda from the planet of Australia, fear is the path of darkness. Darkness leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate, hate leads to suffering. I, I laugh a little and calm down. Slightly. I also fear for Hamish. He's up next. Chapter 485. Flying Blind. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, says Hamish, starting his routine the way he always does. If that's what you are, you could be sheep and cattle for all I know. In case you couldn't tell, I'm blind as a bat. Actually, I'm blinder. At least a, bats have, at least a bat has radar. 
and the audience laughs. Yeah, I'm blind, but I'm but is so in love. Cupid's mother was right, and she knew he'd put his eye out if if he kept playing with those arrows. My girlfriend just broke up with me, and she thinks like I should know we should see other people. I told her that's impossible. Of course, of course, I can read from. Of course, I can read Braille and those bumpy letters. Uh, my friends uh, tease me sometimes, and then uh, they're always asking me uh, to read their Legos. Uh, from uh, the uh, blocks, uh, all say uh, all say the same thing. Quit, uh, quit asking me to read these stupid toys, mate. The crowd is loving him. Me too. And so far, he hasn't made fun of anybody by uh, but himself. As you get from me, you could tell by my accent, I'm from Australia, Amish tells the crowd, uh, the uh, land down under, home of Greg Norman, of course, uh, the world-famous golfer. I met Mr. Norman in, in Sydney once and challenged him to a round of golf. Hey, you play golf, he says, all surprised. Oh, yeah, I tell him. Been doing it for years, but how can he play golf if you're blind? He asked. Easy. I get my from I get my cattle to stand in the middle of a fair, of the fairway and yell at me. I listen to I listen for the sound and from of his voice and play from and play the ball toward him. Then when I get get to where the ball lands, the cat from the caddy moves further down the from the fairway. To the green, and once again I play the ball towards his voice. Uh, but uh, how do you putt? Uh, Greg and Norman asked me. Well, I tell him uh, I get my caddy to lie from uh, to lie down in front of the hole and whistle, and that from uh, I just uh, play the ball to where the whistle uh, comes from. And that from uh, now Greg Norman is amazed. He says we should play sometime. Well, I tell him hey, people don't take me seriously. So I only play for money, and from and I never play for less than from no one less than one hundred thousand dollars a hole. Uh, fine, says Norman. How do you want to? When do you want to play? I shrug my shoulders. I say I don't care. Any from any night in next week will be fine with me. The audience gives a homage, a standing ovation. I'm so funny, but from I'm so funny from happy for my new friend. Uh, but uh, as he's uh, talking from uh, as he's taking his bows, I uh, look across the stage and see Joe Amodio talking to Susan at Cadris, the girl from Perth, Hamish's Australian teammate. Uh, Mr. Amodio looks mad. He points like from uh, like crazy at Hamish. Susan just nods. I think Mr. Amodio just gave her her our next comic or her marching orders. While the audience uh, cheers for him, Peter K. And escorts a homish off stage uh, over to where uh, Susan and Joe Amodio are standing. And uh, Peter then uh, hustles and back uh, to the uh, to the center stage and introduces our next comic. A uh, quick news uh, bulletin from uh, uh, bulletin before uh, we're out on our next. Quick news bulletin before we're out now we're out next now we're out, out now before we bring out our next comedian he says I think from the AS 
A cement mixer uh, con uh, collided uh, with uh, a prison van on the on the uh, on the Kington Road. A motorist. Um, a motorist saw all asking for all asked to be a look from on lookout for sixteen hardened from hardened criminals, and now and now let's hear some thunder for our second comic from down uh, from down under, hailing from hailing from Perth at the edge of the world. Let's give it up for Susan Catrice. She comes on stage. I start uh, ripping into uh, ripping into Hamish. And starts ripping into Hamish. The end. And I hope you have a nice day. See you tomorrow. And I can't wait to find out what happens next.